welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I'm so excited to talk to him. He's the author of Tattoos, Not Brands, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Smart Marketing and Business Building. Super excited to welcome Clint White to Delivering Marketing Joy. Clint, thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much for having me. A pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So I want to dig into this the whole concept of tattoos, not brands. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the book and what the business philosophy is all about? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the the big idea is that um, there's really only a couple hundred true brands in the in the world. And that's um, that's totally fine. But the instinct for um, small, mid-size small mid-cap business, nonprofits, um, things that have a, um, you, you know, a limited audience mm -hmm. should embrace that and should not um, be afraid of, of thinking of themselves in that light. You know, okay. brands are, brands are um, rigid. Brands are, um, brands are full of rules and are um, burned into our brains. Brands are brands are are a brutal thing. It's still it's totally fine. You know, it's 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 okay to be uh you know ubiquitous and top of mind, but it comes with a variety of of necess of, of necessary things. Generally, being in the market for a long time, um, having a product that is ubiquitous or or um, unavoidable, mm -hmm. um, spending at least $2 billion in um, resources annually to stay top of mind, to force yourself top of mind. And then having a extremely um, sort of special or, or magical thing, which generally applies to a human, maybe it's Michael Jordan or, mm. uh, you know, somebody like that. So if you are um, missing really any one of those, you need to think of yourselves as a tattoo, which is, allows you to be flexible, personal narrative, um, and uh, ultimately a choice as opposed to a, a imposition. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So, and I want to dig into it because like when you say, you know, one is a brand, one is a tattoo, how, how can I tell what my business is? Like, is, is, can you, is there a way to define your tattoo type? Yeah, sure. I set out three types in in my book: um, mm -hmm. classic, contemporary, and custom. Okay. So, custom is kind of sorry. Let me start with classic. Classics are is the you know the thing that almost um, you know anyone would recognize anywhere mm -hmm. in the world. Okay. Coca Cola is a is a classic tattoo right. you know um, brand in this in this situation. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's trying to do one thing really well. Okay. okay. That's so, so that's, that's your business. If your business was sort of singularly oriented, that would be classic. Then there's, um, contemporary where you're generally doing something that's of the moment, uh, something okay. that is needed, you know, in certain segments right now. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, you know, akin to some of the tattoos you see now that are the Japanese style and uh, hyper-realistic and might be based on a anime character or manga mm -hmm. or something like that. That's great as well, but 
trends always um, evolve. So right. you have to keep that in mind as your, you know, as your business and your, your growth trajectory evolves. Mm-hmm. And then there's custom, which probably is, is aligned with, with many businesses where you're trying to do a few things at once. Maybe if, if it's a service oriented business, you're, you're in a, you know, project as well as a retainer relationship or, mm-hmm. you know, it's for, um, for, for tech, you're trying to solve a variety of problems for right. someone through a relationship with their device or, uh, or, or, you know, the, the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those the so those are the three that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so that helps me. Um, in reading a little bit about you, you've talked about the four P's and how they can save your business and your life, by the way, I thought that was great. It can save <laughs> my life too. So can you talk a little bit about the four P's and explain that? Yeah, so the four piece concept is is the marketing mix. Um, okay. you know, product, price, place or or distribution yeah. and promotion. Yeah. And what I've found in doing this for a long time um, is that this is a, a concept that everybody learns in business school. Um, but not all people who start businesses went to business school. Right. But a lot, a lot of them didn't. Yeah. A lot of them didn't, right? Yeah, that's right. There's this, there's this instinct to skip the analysis, the market, the marketing mix analysis, which really should be your sort of um, you know, your home base for anytime you're thinking about what your business means in, in the marketplace. Because those four differentiators give you such great leverage to be um, to be seen as a good choice against mm-hmm. co- competition, um, whether you want to lead, follow, or some some combination of those um, those variables. It, it provides this grounding that I found to be a great way to help um, entrepreneurs think through what 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 steps they should take to reach the goals that they're trying to to fulfill. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, this is totally off topic, but so when I saw the four P's, um, I, a good friend of mine once, once said that he had a case of the four P's and it was piss poor prior planning. And, <laughs> and, and I think by skipping that step, maybe the four P's kind of has a, a little four P's. Yeah, right. it, can lead to, it definitely can lead to that. Um, yeah. There's, there's a, there's a real, um, there's a real thing that happens in the entrepreneurial world where, um, you think that you're special and you don't have to do this work and you, you don't have to do a competitive analysis and you, you don't have to articulate your, your, your USP. Um, and you're, you're so, you're so hell bent on getting to market and mm-hmm. that idea that you have to win early and often in order to be successful, um, is something that, that the idea of, digital, you know, so-called digital performance marketing has, has put into the minds of people, even, you know, I'm 50 years old and I see a lot of marketers not realizing that the basics are your, you know, your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Foundation is, is exactly right. You got to build on the right foundation. So that's great. That's really good. So final question for you. One of the things you've said is love it or hate it. You don't want to miss it. Um, You want to give your customers the opportunity to judge you and why that's smart. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, sure. That comes from um, really the first campaign that I created as a marketer. You know, I was an English major, um, no real training outside of this great book called Naked Marketing, which mm -hmm. I bought kind of embarrassed, you know, in the, in the <laughs> 1997 at a, you know, at a Barnes and Noble. Um, and what we did with that campaign, which was for the Whitney Museum here in New York, um, was to position this uh, ex exhibition called the Biennial, which was intended to really show what was happening in the world of American art every two years. Mm. So it's a it's a massive mix of really sort of um, of the moment ideas, which are difficult to express in a in a visual or um, sort of a, a a way that can can speak to what the experience is going to be like. So the, the, you know, the marketing um, leadership and I came up with this um, tagline, love it, hate it, don't miss it saying, you know, you're intelligent enough to know that um, this is something you should see if you're in the, you know, want to be in the cultural conversation. And you're also smart enough for us not to tell you how you're going to feel but if you don't take the time and make the effort to be there, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to regret it because this is something that um, is not going to be around more than, you know, a few weeks. Like it. So it's a, you know, sort of a blend of respecting the intelligence, working around the fact that it's, it's hard often to relate what a high level experience is going to be like in, in, in anything. Sure. And then finally, um, really to leverage FOMO and say, you know, you're, um, you know, one of the worst things in the, in the world is to not be aware of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, this has been great. And, you know, obviously, uh, you love it, hate it, but don't miss it. Your book, right? Like, uh, so, uh, tattoos, not brands, where can people find it? Amazon is the, the main source. Um, but if, if you're not an Amazon person, then any, any place that sells books um, really globally is uh, offering it. And um, I'd love, love, uh, love for people to read it and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right or somewhere <laughs> in between. Uh, but my goal is, is essentially to get this. It's a liberation really of, of you know, you don't have to be a brand if, mm. if you, you know, but, but think through, why and think through the pros and cons of, of, of insisting that being a brand is the only uh, way to be successful in building a business. Um, and I think you'll, you know, you'll, you'll sleep better at night knowing that, um, you know, there's, there's options. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you, Clint. I really appreciate you taking the time and we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Well. That's, that's going to wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy. We'll see you next time.